At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. VSIN, the sports betting network. Coming to you from the Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. You can always follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S C O T T S O N A I R. We just got another day or so before we get into the Sweet 16. The action will begin on Thursday, and uh, lots of exciting action coming up. Uh, The NIT was exciting, too, but specifically with the NCAA tournament, I was looking at the futures market to see, and there's some fun bets up on the DraftKings Sportsbook that you can make not just for teams to reach the Final Four or teams to win the national championship. You could actually bet on the exact outcome of what the national championship would be. And if I was looking at my bracket, which you can see up on my Twitter page at Scott's On Air, I have Villanova beating UCLA in my national championship game right now in the DraftKings Sportsbook. That's at 60-1. to 1. Not bad. Uh, it's it's not, not, not a bad bet up there on the exact outcome. The favorite in the exact outcome is Gonzaga to beat Kansas at 10 to 1. Kansas to beat Gonzaga as well as Gonzaga to beat Arizona is next at 15 to 1. And this one is intriguing, but I kind of get it just because of the way the brackets have unfolded. Kansas to beat Purdue is the fourth favorite at plus 2 and looking at the bracket and looking at the regions right now it's all laid out there for Purdue you see they're the three seed the highest remaining seed in that region if they beat St. Peter's they will advance to take on the UCLA North Carolina winner in a game that should be a battle And then they'll be favored, likely, in that game and advance to take on, in all likelihood, Gonzaga. And then it's just if they can beat the Zags and get to the national championship game. But I found it very interesting that looking at those odds on the straight forecast, Kansas over Purdue is the third favorite. Excuse me, the yeah, the third favorite because... 
Uh, you have Gonzaga over Kansas, number one. Kansas over Gonzaga. Gonzaga over Arizona, tied two. And then Kansas over Purdue. Gonzaga over Villanova. And Arizona over Gonzaga as the next favorites on the board. Let's welcome in our college basketball expert. He is Greg Hoops Peterson, the host of Coast to Coast Hoops, available on vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. And Hoops, looking at the landscape here of the bracket, which tournament national championship matchup do you foresee happening? I'm going to be rolling with my original bracket. I'm still on Kansas versus UCLA with UCLA. I think that things have broken relatively well for them in their region. Obviously, if they wanted to draw on the Peacocks in the Elite Eight, that would be a very good draw. I think that we would both agree that's a little bit of a long shot at this point, but I think that they would match up well with a Purdue team that doesn't play a lot of defense, and the same goes for North Carolina. They're playing the best D of any team not named St. Peter's out there in that bracket in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, and if they wind up drawing, say, a Gonzaga in the national semifinal, you got to feel like revenge is going to be on the mind for them. They wound up losing a little bit earlier in the season. That final four game that we wound up seeing last year, one of the greatest college basketball games of this millennium. And I don't even feel like I'm joking when I say that. So I do think that UCLA still has a good chance to be able to get there and Things are just laid out very well for Kansas. If they're able to get by a Providence team that they don't have the metrics of a fourth seed, they're certainly a team that they are able to perform late, but they are a team that, let's call it what it is, they don't necessarily do that one thing great. If they're able to get by, they're going to draw a double-digit seed in the Final Four. And then from there, you perhaps might wind up taking on an Arizona team that has Kirk Creesa banged up. Villanova's a team that they could wind up coming out of that region as well. I had them advancing to my Final Four personally, but you do have a Villanova team that they've got some liabilities down the line. I think that Kansas would be able to win that battle with Jalen Wilson along David McCormick. And then from there, you have UCLA versus Kansas. So I still am going to be rolling with my bracket on this one. UCLA over Kansas and Kansas over UCLA on the DraftKings Sportsbook. 30-1 to 1 odds on both of those outcomes. That is the Greg Peterson bracket bet as opposed to my bracket bet, which is getting 60 to one right now with Villanova over UCLA. But nice to know that we're both on the same page with the Bruins. Other bets to make the final four. Kansas is the favorite. Gonzaga, the second favorite, followed by Purdue, Arizona, Houston, UCLA. UCLA and Villanova, we get plus 220 on UCLA, plus 240 on Villanova. Greg, Duke is at plus 450. What chance do you give the Blue Devils to win these next two games? Well, I think that they're going to have a little bit of a tough time with Texas Tech, just because Texas Tech, in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis, away from home, they're in the number one team in all of college basketball. And with Duke, they've been one of the worst defensive teams ever since really the beginning of the ACC tournament in college basketball. I think that that's something that you've got to be taking a look at because what has really been winning with regards to the NCAA tournament thus far? It's been a lot of defense-oriented teams, even going back to St. Peter's. I mean, the reason why they were able to get the job done in both of their games is because this is a stifling defense. We had a guy who wound up leading all of college basketball in blocks per game last season in KCU and Defu. And I do think that that is something that really needs to matter in this case. You've got a Texas Tech team in which they do turn the ball over a little bit, but Duke, they don't force any turnovers whatsoever themselves. They're outside the top 300 with that regard. So I think the Texas Tech going to be able to get in their comfort zone. We saw them in that first game against Montana State really bomb it from three-point range. They've got good versatility across their lineup. So I do think someone like Bryson Williams going to be able to match up well with Paulo Boncaro. And I mean, if you were able to do a money line rollover in this game, because right now you're finding Duke as right around a one-point underdog. So with regards to a money line, you might be able to find even money when it's all said and done. You might be finding more like a minus 103, minus 105. So if you take $100, you're probably going to be walking away with at minimum 195. If you wind up putting that 195 on the money line against Gonzaga, you're going to wind up when it's all said and done with better than plus 450. So you might as well just bet the money line both cases if you think that Duke winds up taking down Gonzaga in the Elite Eight. Only way this winds up blowing up in your face is if you wind up having Arkansas go to the Elite Eight. And, well, if you're forecasting that, then I guess you take the plus price with Duke right now a little bit above $4. But if you think that Duke would have to get by Gonzaga, you're better off just betting the money line in both cases. 
St. Peter's 25 to 1 to make the final four. They're plus 650 just in this game against Purdue. Uh, listen, it would be an incredible storyline. We've certainly seen uh, strange things happen in the NCAA tournament, but no 15 seed has ever made it to the Elite Eight. So they've gotten to this point in the Sweet 16 but have not gotten to the Elite Eight. Let's talk NIT here, Greg. We got two games in the quarterfinals coming up on uh, Wednesday with a trip to New York City on the line. Texas A&M is hosting Wake Forest, and the Aggies are laying two and a half. What do you have in this one? This is an interesting game, which I wound up setting the Aggies myself at a two and a half. I'm seeing quite a few threes out there, and I'm going to be settling on Wake Forest, catching a three. We're going to see if the line is going to move a little bit overnight, but right now where I'm at is taking three with Wake Forest. And when it comes to Soto, I did what I'm setting it at a 148 and a half. Got a Texas A&M team that they've really kicked up the tempo a little bit more this season. They've become a team that's in the top 125 with yards possessions per game in Wake Forest. They're a team that they're in the top 30. This is a team that is playing very up-tempo. Defense has been a little bit more optional recently with Wake Forest, but they're a team that they're shooting it well from three-point range. Jake Lariva has been able to do a solid job, a guy that's able to give you right around 14.6 half boards, but the guy that you really need to key in on, that would be Alondis Williams. Williams, 19 points, right around six boards, a little bit over four assists per game. And the X factor for Wake Forest here that's going to be able to keep them alive to Mario Monsanto. He wound up joining the team pretty much midstream, transfer from East Tennessee State, wound up following his former coach over there with Steve Forbes from East Tennessee State over to Wake Forest, guy that's shooting 39% from three-point range for Texas a It's been a great run, and I do think that they are going to be able to win this game outright, which is why I wound up setting them as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. But free throw shooting, I think, might wind up coming into play here on this tight spread. Texas A&M, sub-70% in the free throw line. Wake Forest closer to 73.5% at the charity strike. Interesting stuff. Let's go to the nightcap. It's BYU against Washington State. With the uh, BYU, it's a you know battle of the Cougars, I guess, right? Uh, they are laying three at home. It is a battle of the Cougars, and I like Washington State to be able to cover. I'm not going to be taking them on the money line. I think that this is going to be a tight game. I said that at two, and I do think that you're going to see a little bit of a lower-scoring game as well. Washington State, a bottom or I should say a top 40 team with regards points a lot on a per possession basis and a team that's outside the top 200 with regards possessions per game. They're playing a little bit more slowly and we want seeing it with the NIT games tonight. We've been noticing that the tempo has went down a little bit more in the case of the Xavier game going over. That was just a case in which you wound up having both teams hit a lot of shots. But now we're getting into the point in the NIT in which these games are really starting to mean something. A trip to MSG is on the line. And it's a BYU team that they turn the ball over a little bit too much. They're outside the top 150 with regards to turnovers on a per-possession basis. Washington State has now Mohamed Gay back the fold after he's been a little bit banged up down low. So I like Washington State to be able to cover this number. Set them as a two-point underdog made my total 140 so i'm on an under and i'm on the points in this spot all right interesting one favorite one dog uh as far as winning the game or maybe taking the points greg appreciate the time and the insight good luck with the bets and the picks and we'll be checking out your spreadsheet for the lines and the totals here coming up always appreciate it scott thank you make sure to download coast to coast hoops on vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts from as greg, greg breaks down every single game and total on the schedule coming up next we'll be joined by our very own dave ross we'll continue the college basketball conversation might sprinkle in a little baseball as well because dave chirped back at me on twitter today gotta give him some uh, heat for that this is the look ahead here on vsin at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you ready for a fresh start? And we mean a real fresh start with lasting change. Take the Zin 10 challenge and switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths, Zin Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Try Zin Nicotine Pouches for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh start is here. Take the Zin 10 Challenge today at Zin.com slash 10. That's Z-Y-N.com slash 10. Zin Nicotine Pouches are only for adults 21 and over who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Scott Sadenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, on Twitter today, I reiterated something that I said last night here on this program. And it had to do with liking the Philadelphia Phillies this season. And I talked about it last night. I said, I'm really liking their potential. You got Wheeler, Suarez at the top of the rotation. Yeah, Noah's there as well. But it's the lineup. Schwarber, Harper, Nick Castellanos, JT Real Muto, along with Didi Gregorius, Alec Bohm, Odubel Herrera, Mickey Moniak, a Rookie of the Year candidate. Like This is a good team that is getting a, a plus money here to win the division and will be seeing some plus money prices at times just because of how inflated some other teams are especially a team like the New York Mets, who our very next guest, Dave Ross, is rooting for hard to win the National League East. Let's welcome in our very own Dave Ross. You can follow him at Sports. And listen, you said come at me, bro, on Twitter. I'm coming at you right now, Dave. And when it's not Max Scherzer or Jacob deGrom, I'm going to bet against the Mets, <laughs> especially when it well, comes to playing against the Phillies. Well, that's why I like the Chris Bassett uh, signing so yes. much to the Metropolitans because I thought really that that's that's look. You're right. When you go to the top of the rotation, obviously you have Mad Max and you got Jacob Degrom. You've got a really good chance to win two out of every five days. But then what do you have? And so the Bassett signing was the the one that said to me, "This is real. This is the, the Mets pushing chips in uh, to the center of the table and saying we're really going to make a hard push." You're right about the Phillies. I mean, I kid. I can never root for the Phillies as a Metropolitan fan, but it's pretty good value when you do look at the reigning defending MVP and Bryce Harper. Obviously, I covered him in his D.C. days, and he's still as talented as he's ever been. He might not be the lightning rod he once was, but he's still that guy in the middle of that lineup, uh, and they are going to be able to mash a little bit, and, and they do have pitching at the top of the rotation. So, you know, the concern I have for the Metropolitans as, as a long-suffering um, LGM fan is, is going to be Edwin Diaz and whether or not, you know, we, we say in our New York circles, is he going to be sugar? Or is he going to be Splenda? And if he's sugar, we got a chance. And if he's Splenda, you know, we're going to fizzle out when we need him the most. So really it's going to be about the bullpen for me. If the Mets are going to be real players, uh, not just in the NL East, but possibly to make a run in the postseason. And we know how loaded the West is going to be and the Dodgers just reload and they get Freddie Freeman. So you can understand why I saw today, what they're, they're, over under for wins total, I think was 96 and a half. And, you know, the Mets and, and the Phillies certainly up there at the top of the division with the Braves, who are the defending champs, right around 90, 90 and a half there. So there's some high win totals, but the, the concern I have for the East is will the Mets, Phillies, and Braves 
uh, really beat each other up. And by the way, the Marlins are a little bit better than people might realize. And then those, the Nationals right now are picked fifth in the division, which is, you know, if that's the worst team and they look like the worst team on paper, uh, obviously losing some of the guys like, you know, Max Scherzer to the rivals, that's not a bad ball club still. I mean, they still have some talent there. So the East really could be top to bottom, uh, arguably the best division in baseball. Maybe the AL East makes a run at that claim too. If Baltimore can show some life because their first four teams are really good, but really those first four teams and really the first three in the East are going to be very, very competitive. You know, a team that I've been uh, kind of looking out for in terms of maybe the futures market and I wish the number was higher, but I don't like the number that it is right now. But I'm really high on this Angels team this year. And it's not just Mike mm. Trout coming back from his injury. Obviously, Shohei Otani is is going to be able to hopefully replicate what he did last season. But you got Noah Syndergaard now at the top of the rotation with Otani. So that's an incredible one-two punch there. And yeah. it's, it's guys that are coming back. So it's not just... Uh, Mike Trout, but it's Anthony Rendon coming back as well, mm-hmm. hoping that he has a, a good season. Um, you, I like their bullpen. I like Iglesias in the back end of the bullpen. And I just think that now with this Otani rule being in place in Major League Baseball, which I'm not sure if you've heard of it, but uh, with the universal DH now, mm-hmm. Otani can be the DH on days that he pitches. And when he comes out of the game pitching, he can still bat because he's the DH. <laughs> So, right. yeah, he doesn't have to leave the game and, and where he did last year where he had to leave the game um, and, you know, they had to bring in somebody else and not have a designated right. hitter. So um, it's very, very interesting stuff there. I'm, I, I, I'm high on this Angels team. How about you? Well, I like it. And, again, I also look at Joe Madden and I say, you know, we saw it. I saw it firsthand in Chicago, and we saw that before then in Tampa Bay. And, you know, whether or not you think – managers play that big a role, you know, or not, I actually think they do matter. And I think that that experience that he has, of you know, getting the raise there and uh, certainly doing it with the Cubs and breaking that jinx. I think there's, there's a really good potential. Look, Anthony Rendon's the key to me because I'm not worried about trout at all. He, he's going, you know, Mike Trout was arguably the best player in baseball for five years in a row. You can make that claim. Right. And then we saw what Shohei Otani did the revelation that he was, uh, pitching and hitting last year. Well, Rendon, when the Nationals won the World Series, they couldn't get him out. I mean, they literally could not get him out uh, in the series, and the uh, Astros know that firsthand. So if he can rebound, that's really the key. And I don't know if it was the first year, you know, switching leagues and those sort of things and learning the pitchers, maybe. But if you get Anthony Rendon locked in there behind Trout and Shohei Otani, my goodness, they're, they're really going to be able to mash and, and make some uh, – some pitching staffs just wear those guys out. So, yeah, I do like the makeup. I do like uh, the potential that they have. But it's got to come together, but I think they got the right guy to do it with Joe Madden. Uh, Someone on Twitter pointed this out. uh, Shout out Corby that uh, 23 of the last 27 World Series winners, Dave, have been in the top 12 of opening day payrolls. So let me read you the top 12 projected right now, and let me see what your selection would be. Dodgers, Mets, Yankees, Padres, White Sox, Phillies, Braves, Red Sox, Angels, Astros, Blue Jays, Cardinals. Whew. Okay, I'll take the homer out because, you know, it's it's not 2015 for my Metropolitans. I do like <laughs> the Mets, Mets chances, but if you maybe go non-Mets, I, I really do think the White Sox have a real shot because – the division they're playing in right now doesn't look like it's going to be overly competitive. So what would worry me about the Red Sox, about the Yankees, about the Metropolitans, about, you know, teams that are going to be in really knockdown drag, drag out divisions. They're going to have to try to win those races and or get in via the wild card. And we know that's a crapshoot. If you go that route, the white Sox barring injury, I look at them, Scott and go, they're kind of a shoe in the central. So I don't think that certainly, I don't know if the Tigers are, they're making progress. The twins made some big news, obviously with Carlos Correa. I just don't think that they have enough uh, top to bottom to really scare anybody. I don't know what to make of the guardians at all. And the Royals are, are still a ways away. So to me, that's the easiest route that I see. I, I know the Astros are big favorites too out West uh, in the AOS to, to win that division and get in. 
And yes, I do like their chances. I don't think they're in, on that list. But out of a list, I think the Sox might have the clearest path to me to say, I know this is a playoff team today, barring a myriad of injuries. But talent-wise, my goodness, there's no denying the Sox. So I'd have to go with, with, with Chicago with the least resistance to know that they're going to have a firm and, and a real shake uh, to come out of the American League. Yeah, White Sox 12-1 to 1 right now to win the World Series, to win the American League. White Sox are 5-1. to one. Uh, The Blue Jays, obviously a very sexy pick just because of the yeah. potential. They missed out on the playoffs by one game last season, <laughs> and who knows what could have happened if that team got into the playoffs last year. So uh, they're definitely going to be an attractive selection to see what they can do this season. They are the second favorites tied with the New York Yankees and your Mets are the third favorite at uh, ten to one to win the World Series, Dave. So, if you want, and, you know, it, it's it's not as good value as we could have gotten before the Scherzer deal, right? But yeah, of look, course. I do I, I do think the Dodgers clear the talent wise there in the National League. I'm mean, that's still the biggest roadblock. So yep. good luck. But hey, if Bassett pitches well, I can count on Scherzer and I can count on Degrom. But they get that far. At least you know you got three arms going into that series. Yeah, you need to count on Edwin Diaz is who you have to count yeah. on as a Mets fan. He is Dave Ross. Uh, Dave, hang with me. Let's talk college troops on the other side, okay? Uh, yes, he's, sir. Follow Dave on Twitter at DRossSports. Uh, host betting across America. Fills in all across the network. And uh, host of First Strike, our combat sports show, MMA action here on VSIN. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead. We'll get into the Sweet 16 coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Take another shot at March Mania Moolah with the KFC Second Chance Survivor Pool. Make winning picks throughout the tournament to claim your share of $20,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash KFC March Mania now to join the action. KFC, it's finger licking good. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on Beeson. Rejoined now by our very own Dave Ross. You hit him up on Twitter at DRossSports. Hit me up at Scott's on Air. And Dave, let's get into the NCAA tournament. Uh, seeing how the brackets have unfolded to this point and the Sweet 16 is set up, who in your mind has the best chance to get to the Final Four? Okay, I really don't want to jinx this, Scott, but I, I might be in jeopardy of doing that right now. All four of my final four here in the Sweet 16 are still alive and kicking. Mine too. And look, I ain't bragging. Yeah, and I, but no, but I'm like, I'm nervous because normally you get one knocked out by now, right? Before you get to the Sweet 16. <laughs> but my, my longest shot that I took was Arkansas 14 to 1 uh, to get to the final four. And obviously that means they have to be Gonzaga. Now, I did, I did kind of look at the bracket and think, that Memphis had a real shot to get them. And they almost got the job done for me uh, in, you know, this last round. And I, I did think that that showed some of the flaws that Gonzaga does have. Now, look, their second half performance was spectacular and it was still down to the wire. You know, Drew Timmy, the way he played in that second half was the difference maker. We know that Holmgren and Timmy are going to be a, a handful for Arkansas down low, but the guard play of the Razorbacks is what I'm really counting on. And I think if Note has arguably one of his best games. If he looks like a pro that I think he is, that's where it could really be a problem. If he can kind of, you know, show Nemhart who the best guard is on the floor, I'm going to trust that. And I do think that Arkansas is a live dog. I know they're getting about nine, nine and a half now. Money's been coming in on the Zags. I'm going to wait and play Arkansas before we get to tip. But I do have them at 14 to one. I have Kansas much shorter at two to one. I just thought their bracket should have been Gonzaga's bracket, to be quite honest. Another reason why I didn't pick the Zags is because I thought the West was by far the toughest bracket. Mm -hmm. With all four of the top seeds advancing in that region, I think it's borne that out. That I don't think the committee did them absolutely any favors whatsoever. So I've got Kansas coming out there. I have Purdue at 5-1 to pre-flop. I really like their chances. Obviously, St. Peter's is the best story. Uh, so far the tournament, but they're a 12 and a half point underdog for a reason in this one. I don't know that Purdue's going to cover the number, but I, I do think they're going to, they're going to advance and then get to that elite eight and then possibly we'll look at a head scenario there, but I really do like boiler up and look, my final team is Villanova and yep. I just love any team. And you and I talked about them before the tournament 
about Jay Wright, and I think we were on that uh, uh, long before many others, that, look, when you have Jay Wright, who almost just doesn't get the respect, I don't know why, of a two-time national championship head coach, when we talk about all these other guys that, that haven't done you know, what he's done, quite frankly, and when you have the best free-throw shooting team potentially in the history of the NCAA tournament, they keep this pace up. Uh, they were clearly the best team coming into the tournament, and they haven't really uh, dropped off what they do, about 80, 80% clip here as a team. They're going to be tough out if they have the lead in the final five minutes. Ohio State made a great run at them, and then you know, Villanova is going to wear you out with good guard play, uh, you know, senior leadership, and they're going to make their free throws down the stretch. That is just a recipe, Scott, as we've seen, seen you know, year after year that's going to be successful. So, yeah, you can try to speed up Villanova. They're going to go at their own pace offensively. But, you know, they, they, I believe they scored 80 points against Ohio State. They can win that way, too. So, to me, I look at – no, they slowed down the second half. I think it was 71 points. But still, they can play both tempos. They want to slow it down. I think a, a lower-scoring pace is going to favor Villanova. They're still my team to win it all, and clearly I have them going to the Final Four. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's crazy. We have so many potentials for either national championship rematches from the past, uh, Final Four mm-hmm. rematches from the past. Like, if we get Gonzaga-UCLA in the Final Four again, Ooh. the matchup that we oh had last year with it going into overtime and, and Gonzaga winning that incredible game, uh, first of all, I'm going to be all over UCLA in that matchup looking for revenge. Uh, and I do have UCLA in my national championship game, but that would be one of the matchups that I'd be absolutely looking forward to uh, the most to see is UCLA against Gonzaga. But UCLA has got to get by North Carolina first. Uh, do you think the Bruins yeah. get the job done? I like your Bruins in this matchup. And I've been really impressed with, with UNC, obviously. I, I, I thought they might fade in overtime against Baylor. Uh, and to be able to rebound after giving up a 25-point second-half lead, which would have been, by the way, Scott, uh, the biggest collapse in the history of the NCAA tournament. It had been done once before, a 25-point lead. That was in the first Dave, I promise you, Dave, points. I promise you, if I lost yeah. my North Carolina plus five and a oh half, my God. Bet, I would have quit gambling forever. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, no, I'm, you wouldn't. I swear, no, you wouldn't. I swear <laughs> I would have. If I a 25-point lead with 10 minutes yeah. left and not to cover five and a half, dude, oh my. that's the I, worst, I that's the worst beat in history. It would have been the worst beat in history. The fear I have there is the second half, they seem to be running on fumes a little bit. Uh, I'm worried about them because with UCLA, we got to figure out and make sure that you know, Jaime Jaquez is, is healthy and he's uh-huh. okay. But if he is, and they got all five Bruins coming back from a Final Four team a year ago. They can beat you so many different ways. I, I think Brady Mannix has got to be the best player on the floor for UNC. If he's not, it's going to be a really tough win for, for UNC. I like the Bruins laying a small number uh, in this one because I, I, I'm with you now. I think they got over the hurdle in the first round, played a little bit better in the second round, uh, clearly. And I, I just think UCLA might be starting to, to rev it back up after almost getting bounced in that first round. Yeah, it's that's uh, absolutely incredible. And by the way, imagine if Manic was ineligible for this next game, how controversial oh that, that foul call would have been. Well, they, no. they, they, they put Buddy Beheim in, in basketball jail I know. for what he did in the ACC tournament. I don't want to relive that, but, geez, I mean, you're right. I mean, some of these officials making some of these calls, you, you got to realize – the ramifications, not just in that game, but potentially in the next. Mm-hmm. Duke against Texas Tech. Uh, the Red Raiders favored by one. Is this where the Coach K farewell tour comes to an end? <sighs> I don't think so. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I thought I thought Izzo was going to get him the other night, and then all of a sudden Duke somehow not only wins but covers that number, which was a really bad beat if you had Sparty down the stretch catching, what, six and a half, and they got a three-point lead with about three minutes to go. Not only do they lose, but they can't cover uh, I, I like Duke. They're starting to, to find their legs a little bit and play just a hair better defensively. Their bigs are playing bigger, and, and they got guard play too. Look, they have much more talent than Texas Tech. It's going to be can Texas Tech's defense frustrate Duke's offense? And that will be the key. If Texas Tech can keep this tempo where they want it in the 50s, they have a real good shot of winning the game. If the game gets a little bit too up tempo for them. I think there's too many athletes, too many weapons. I like Duke, actually, in this matchup. Houston, Arizona in San Antonio. So a little bit of a home court advantage there for Mm -hmm. Houston. Uh, Arizona, a point and a half uh, favorite. What do we like here after Arizona escaped 
with the victory over TCU. I can't believe Arizona somehow figured out a way knocking down a three. I know some people are saying TCU should have fouled up three in the final possession, but I don't know. It was 20 seconds still to go. Just such a heartbreaking loss for TCU. But again, it's kind of that, that UCLA feel where you get by that early scare. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like Arizona. I like Arizona laying the small number here under two and the money's been going Houston's way. Yeah. I mean, Houston might try to zone them up and, and that's worked for them. And like when they won their conference championship game against Memphis, I saw Kelvin Sampson play a lot of zone. Kelvin Sampson's done a really good job with this team. Obviously back-to-back years going to the final four last year. I think getting further than people thought, maybe disrespected as a five seed, but I'm going to play – if you're going to give me Arizona, who is the second odds-on favorite to cut down the Nets pre-flop, and I only have to lay a point and a half, I'm going I'm to back the Wildcats here that they are that team that I was a little bit questionable on. But people that have seen them uh, up close in person here in Vegas swear by them. I'm going to take Arizona, the better overall team, laying the small number. Here's the biggest question, though. Are you taking 12-and-a-half with the St. Peter's Peacocks? Well, that would be my hedge because, as you know, I've got pretty yeah, good yep, yep. for my five to one number. Uh, I think 12 and a half is too much. I do. Uh, look, Purdue can score. We all get that. Uh, can they, are they going to, you know, it's going to be a, one of those 10 point games late. I think Purdue's up the St. Peter's foul, one of those types of scenarios. I would, if you made me play this, which I have not played yet, I would take the Peacocks plus 12 and a half because I just think it's me. One of those games that I don't know that they've, they've really got a shot to win, but they'll be in that seven, eight, nine range late. How much fouling do they do down the stretch? Does Purdue knock down the, 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 uh, the free throws? Look, five years from now, and Purdue goes to the Final Four, they're going to go, well, of course, they had Jaden Ivey. I mean, that kid is a special player, and we'll look back on that and go, of course, they were they're going to the Final Four. They were one of the best players, if not the best player in the country. So I just like Purdue's talent level. I just don't like laying 12 and a half. Uh, when we get to this round of the NCAA tournament. I agree with you there. Dave, appreciate the time and the conversation, and go Phillies. There he is, Dave Ross. You catch him across the network, hosting Betting Across America, and filling in on pretty much every single show. Follow him on Twitter at DRossSports, and be sure to listen to First Strike for all your MMA action as well. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir. This is The Look Ahead. Here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. 
If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, BetRivers has you covered. BetRivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. Scott Seidenberg back here with you. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Let's take a look at what went down in the NBA with its four-game schedule here on Tuesday. The Magic defeated the Warriors as an underdog, 94-90. They win outright, the only underdog to win and the only underdog to cover, uh, obviously, by winning outright. Game does shoot under the total, which is... uh, Something to keep an eye out here for with Steph Curry not playing. So 94-90, the final Warriors over the Magic. The Hawks beat the Knicks 117-111. They cover in Madison Square Garden. Trey Young, 45 points in this game. The Bucks blew out the Bulls, 126-98. Giannis with 25 points. And the Nuggets took care of the Clippers and covered 30 points for Nikola Jokic with 14 rebounds. Nuggets were a play that we liked uh, with the Clippers kind of being firmly entrenched into where they are in the play-in round. And the Nuggets having to win in order to really avoid falling into that play-in round. Like right now, looking at the Western Conference standings, the Nuggets are the sixth seed one game ahead of the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are the seventh seed. So over these this next stretch here, nine, ten games left, uh, it's going to be a battle to see which team stays out of the play-in tournament and which team uh, is going to be the sixth seed and is already firmly in to the Western Conference playoffs. I would look to back the Nuggets and the Timberwolves moving forward. So this was a big game that they had to win, especially against the Clippers team that just seems... Not saying this is the case, but it just seems like they're playing out the strings here as they get ready for the playing round. They know that they are locked pretty much into that eighth seed. Well, it's not pretty much. They're locked in. Unless they lose all all of their games for the rest of the year, which is highly doubtful. Um they're they're you know because they're four games up on the Lakers. Lakers aren't gonna catch them. They're five games up on New Orleans. New Orleans isn't gonna catch them. And they're six games back of the Timberwolves. They're not going to catch Minnesota. So they're pretty locked into that eighth seed. So they're just going to play out the strings here and uh, see if they can get Paul George back in time for the postseason. Here's what's going down on Wednesday. Obviously a much bigger schedule and an interesting schedule. The Knicks are at the Hornets, second out of a back-to-back for New York, and they are six-and-a-half-point dogs in Charlotte, and the Hornets, obviously a team that is fighting for their own positioning in the Eastern Conference standings. Uh, Right now, Charlotte is, uh, where are we here? Charlotte is in the ninth spot. So right there, they would have the home game against the Atlanta Hawks if the season ended today. However, they're just one game back of the Brooklyn Nets, for the eighth spot. And we know the importance of being that eighth spot because if you're the seven or the eight, you have two chances to get into the playoffs rather than just the one shot. Um, of, I mean, you could lose because, yes, you, you essentially have two games either way. Uh, but if you lose that six, seven game, or excuse me, the seven, eight game, you got a chance to beat the winner of the nine, 10 game to get the eight seed. So you do have a you have two chances as opposed to if you're the nine or the ten, you got to win both games or else you're not in the playoffs. That's the benefit. Hornets are obviously going for it. They're one game back of the Brooklyn Nets, and they're only one game up on Atlanta to be the home team in that play-in situation. So definitely take a look at the Hornets at home against the Knicks. Uh, Knicks playing the second night of a back-to-back. Hawks coming off that game in Madison Square Garden where Trey Young went absolutely nuts for 45 points. They're playing the second night of a back-to-back against the Pistons in Detroit, and the Pistons are back to being the underdogs, which is where we like them. Uh, They had covered 14 straight games, and we loved taking the Pistons during that streak. However, they were favorites 
against the Blazers, seven-point favorites, and it did not work out as their streak came to a close. They lose the game outright the other day. So let's back them as an underdog again, seeing if they're going to start another streak. Hawks are bad ATS on the road, and the Pistons looking to maybe start another streak here. I like them as a home underdog. Kings are at the Pacers. Pacers are five-and-a-half-point favorites. The Jazz are at the Celtics. Boston laying five-and-a-half. No one really playing better than Boston uh, at this point here. They've won nine of their last ten games, four straight games. Uh, The Jazz, meanwhile, are currently fourth in the Western Conference standings, just one game up on the Mavericks for the 4-5. And uh, the 4-5 is important because... You get to be the home team in that 4-5 matchup. The Warriors are playing the second out of a back-to-back, going from Orlando to Miami to take on the Heat. Miami is a seven-point favorite, and already we have seen this total drop down. It is at 214.5. And when you consider the Warriors not really scoring without Steph Curry, they're playing defense as well, and as good uh, as Miami has been defensively. Uh, The under certainly worth a look in this one. The Nets will be in Memphis to take on the Grizzlies, and this spread just keeps moving. It was announced that John Morant will not play for Memphis, and the Nets are now three-point favorites over the Grizzlies. However, the Grizzlies um, have actually done very well without John Morant this season. They are 14-2 and without John Morant. Think about that. But as much as I love that stat, I told myself, anytime the Nets are on the road, we're going to take the Nets with Kyrie Irving playing for them. So Durant and Irving together should be able to get this win over the Grizzlies. It might be a fight, but they should be able to get this thing done. Suns are at the Timberwolves. Phoenix is a point and a half favorite Kind of like Minnesota here. Minnesota's won eight of their last 10 games. Phoenix with really nothing to play for. And uh, the Nuggets are just, uh, excuse me, the Timberwolves just one game back of the Nuggets for that sixth spot in the Western Conference. So uh, Minnesota, I think, uh, gets this win as a short dog at home. Magic, uh, they're on the second out of a back-to-back playing in OKC against the Thunder. Orlando is a two-point favorite. You already know where I'm going with this. Got to back the Thunder, second-best ATS team in the NBA, and uh, go against the Magic on the second of a back-to-back. Rockets are in Dallas to take on the Mavericks. Dallas is a a 9.5-point favorite in this game. The 76ers are at the Lakers, and Philadelphia is a a 7.5-point favorite. According to our very own Tim Murray, host of the Nightcap, He pointed out that the Lakers have this absolute atrocious record against the spread after a win. And the Lakers are coming off of a win in their last game against the Cavaliers. It was also an emotional game. It was a fun game. LeBron's hugging Kevin Love. He's, you know, showing the fans some some love. Yeah, I said love twice, but I was talking about a player. Now I'm talking about the emotion. Uh, And it was just a fun game for LeBron and the uh, Lakers. He puts up a triple-double, they get the win. Now, you got the 76ers coming in who, playing without Joel Embiid and James Harden, got a win over the Miami Heat. Everything would tell you to take the Sixers in this matchup. I don't know why part of me wants to take the Lakers but I kind of want to. It's crazy. I told myself, kind of like I told myself, I'd never bet on USC again. Like, how could you ever bet on this Lakers team? They give you no reason to back them. The Sixers should go into LA and blow them out. Part of me has hesitation here. There's something about this game that doesn't feel right. Uh, And then the nightcap, uh, the last game of the day, Spurs at the Blazers and uh, San Antonio laying seven and a half. Uh, in uh, Portland, and Portland's been just so atrocious this season, although we did see them ball out as an underdog against the Detroit Pistons. Right now, San Antonio, two games back of New Orleans for the 10 seed in 
the Western Conference. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Hit me up on Twitter at ScottsOnAir, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. We saw something in, on, in hockey on uh, Tuesday that, man, was just so shocking to me. Helped me lose a bet, but it was something I, don't, I didn't think I'd ever see this season, and, and, and we saw it. So we'll get into that coming up next, plus take a look at the schedule for Wednesday in the NHL. I'm Scott Seidenberg. This is The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Rules are just. Rules are just. Rules are just. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 